the blast from our past network. Hey everybody, it's your two favorite podcast hosts, Adam and Corey from Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, and we have something very exciting to tell you about. That's right. We have decided to take on not just Seinfeld, but also Curb Your Enthusiasm, exclusive to our Patreon feed. So that means every single month we go episode by episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And the fun thing is, I've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm before, so I am super excited to go down this road with you, Adam. But even better, when you join at the Curb Your Enthusiasm tier, you also unlock the complete back catalog of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, totally ad-free. So you get Seinfeld, you get Curb, and you get Adam and Corey. What else could you want? I don't know, maybe to dip my bald head in oil and rub it all over your body? Uh, I'm sorry, Corey, that's another tier. We're not ready for that yet. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. All right, well, now back to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. Cartwright! Cartwright! Hello, Newman. This is so f***ing good! Pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! He's a regifter! Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Welcome to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are two fans who have gone through every single episode of Seinfeld, and now we're giving you more content. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And today, we are going to be talking our top five Elaine's boyfriends. So we sleezed things up a bit for uh, the first one of these types of episodes. For Yeah, Jerry's girlfriends. And now we're trying to do some something for the ladies yeah, out there. Sleaze it up or the guys. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> so we are going to give you our picks on who are the sexiest guys that Elaine has dated. Now... According to sources, Elaine dated or had some kind of like almost relationshipy things between 50 different guys for or within Seinfeld's episodes. Yeah. So we are narrowing those down to our top five each. Yeah. And, and according to last episode, we know that we're going to probably get through this in about 15 minutes. So we have some more trivia to, to round out the episode with. Yes. And I actually found a couple different uh, ones online. Uh, I found one of them that is called... Seinfeld excruciating minutia quiz. So, because we're real fans, so you want to make sure it's tough. And then also the other one is trivia for serious Seinfeld fans. Yeah, I'm glad you found those because I think this trivia game that I'm going to use those trivia game questions that we had last time. And I think they're a bit too easy. So, maybe after this, we'll start figuring out a better trivia thing. But right now, Mm -hmm. because we're recording these back to back, I'm just still going to use the other trivia stuff. So mine will be a little bit easier. Yeah. And we're also still uh, together. We are recording face to face together, face to face. So this is good times. Exactly. So uh, I kicked it off, I think, last time with my number five. So why don't you kick us off with your number five, Elaine? Yes. Boyfriends. All right. My number five, Elaine's boyfriend, is a boyfriend who only lasted one episode. If that'll give you a hint, most of them did. Um, And he had a lot of things going for him. 
His sideburns not really being one of them, but he was sponge-worthy eventually. Billy is my number five. That's my number five wow. as well. And he went off to be on um, Gilmore Girls and everything. But Scott Patterson. Yeah, Scott Patterson. I was like, he is a good-looking dude. Exactly. He's sponge-worthy. That's what I ultimately came down. I was like, man, he's a good-looking guy. And he was also a really nice guy. I mean, yeah, he was, I, he was nice, too. And every, he, is, he wasn't yes. like one of the jerks. And do we ever know why they even broke up? No. It just, it, the episode ended. And he, but yeah. I even liked, he was like, I know. I'll, I'll cut this off. Exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think you can assume Elaine got too picky on her sponge-worthy after that. Why didn't they bring him back for uh, a character witness uh, yeah. for Elaine in the finale? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. But yeah, he, he wasn't like a huge presence. It wasn't somebody that... Yeah. But, uh, but, that but the, the term sponge-worthy... Oh, yeah. It's a... It is a... It's not... I don't think it's one of the highest, you know, one every It's no yada know, yada. But... People do know it, I would yeah. say. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of funny that we both liked him as our five. That was, number, that was my number five, too. Okay. So uh, what is your number four? Uh, my number four, I don't think you will pick him because he was kind of a douche. But the man knew wood. Good wood. And I'm talking Carl Farbman's wood. <laughs> I am Brett. I'm talking Brett, who was in uh, season eight, The Checks. And he, you know, he knew his, he knew his stuff. He knew his Carl Farbman yep. and he also knew his music. He was an appreciator yep. of music because every time he would hear Desperado, he would, he would start phasing out. Yeah. And then Elaine wanted to have a song with him and everything. He almost made my list. I just, I just, he, he's just kind of a dick. Yeah, he's he's a just, total dick. And but he was good looking. He was definitely good looking. I mean, he was driving like a sweet car to Jerry. Oh, sorry, Jerry. I can't uh, get you out of the rain because I got Carl Farman here. <laughs> oh, that was a good episode. That was yeah. a good episode. Yeah. Um, but he's a good looking guy. Yeah. He's and he's good. successful. Uh, so, yeah, no, he could take care of me. <laughs> he could take care of you. Uh, someone who I actually think is better looking now than when he was on the show, uh, going by his IMDb picture. Um, but it is somebody from an episode that you love, and that's Kevin, aka Bizarro Jerry, from yeah. the Bizarro Jerry, played by Tim uh, Tim Decay. Okay, didn't I mean he was one I thought about, but he didn't. Get, he wasn't going to make my list because in Seinfeld he was kind of. I mean, like Jerry, a little gangly. You know, I like a little bit more manly meat on my yeah. men. So, <laughs> so uh, I didn't. He wasn't. He wasn't going to make my list. Yeah, and I, I again, I think for me. It's him now versus him yeah, okay. then. He's a little bit more bulky. He's a little bit more, you know, Hollywood now. So he's yeah. a little bit better looking and everything. Sure. And I was like, yeah, he's a good looking dude who's gotten better with age. Yeah. So you know, can't go wrong with that. And in that show, he was incredibly nice yeah. and sweet to Elaine. Now, she couldn't handle that. She could never be that kind of person. No, she's odd man out in that scenario. Exactly. But, you know, if it was me and I was looking for a good guy and, you know, if I was reality... He would be a good dude. And honestly, I mean, she wanted to stay with him. It, he kind of he had to break it up with her because she couldn't handle it. So yeah. I think she would have stayed with him. Okay. Then, yeah, fair. Yeah. So, all, right. all right. Well, that was my number four. What's your number three? My number three, I think, might be a surprise uh, because he probably expected to be number one on a lot of people's list, mainly because he was on the most episodes. But we know Patrick Warburton is a good looking man. David Putty is my number three. Higher on my list. Not surprised. I should. I mean, should I just say it now? You sure, know, yeah. he's my number one. Okay. I love him. I think he's. I think he's good looking. I think he's fun, and I think he's perfect for Elaine. Mm -hmm. And that you know what I mean? Like just, just the way they are. Would they be a long term relationship? I think they would. I think they would actually make it 
they, but it would be a turbulent relationship forever. But I think yeah. they would always circle back and find each other again. Sure. I mean, and he's fucking good looking. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were the will they won't they. Yeah. I mean, his eyes are a little squinty. <laughs> <laughs> he stares off. Um, putty, but... putty, don't wait for me. <clears throat> All right. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I like him. I think he's fun. That relationship was when they got Elaine right. Yeah. You know, and honestly, when, when we discussed when they had their off and she was doing other date stuff, it's like, no, why? Just have her date Elaine. Like when she doesn't date Putty in that season nine, have her do other stuff. She yeah. can do other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Using this time to sort of talk about it, Putty isn't in Seinfeld as much as I thought he mm-hmm. was. I mean, he's pivotal. He's huge. He's he's. Adam is quickly looking up how many episodes he's in it, but whatever the number is, it's not nearly as much as I thought in my head. You know, before doing this podcast with you. Patrick Warburton is credited in being in only 10 episodes of Seinfeld. I would have guessed twice that prior yep. to doing this podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's uh, the impact he left on the fans of Seinfeld is immeasurable. Let me ask you something. And I, I know you didn't like work in this department, but maybe you have an idea. With syndication... Is somebody actively selecting, I'm worried, we're going to put this one on this week, then like, or is it like a random generator that they use at that station to air the, the Seinfeld episodes? Do you know what I mean? I mean, I think in most cases, they typically run it in regular order, but it's, you know, it's like once they do it like once. So it's here, it's regular order for that time slot. So it'll be like, all right. Here is this episode, and then the next day, they'll do that same episode. They might have another, um, they might show Seinfeld again later in that day, but it won't be in that same rotation. Okay. And so it'll be like, all right, at five, if it's, say, TBS showed it at five o'clock for, you know, every day of the week, the five o'clock slot would be... You know, episodes one, two, three, right. four, etc. Yeah, okay. But see. if they also showed it at say six thirty, that would be they a would different, be a different, different section, section pulled from it. I think that's what I've kind of noticed. I don't, I don't know that much about programming. And at this point, it's going to be moot. I mean, it's already yeah. pretty much moot. But yeah, now we're all just watching them on. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I will say this though, another little side tangent. I've asked for this for years. I Myra knows. And HBO Max finally fucking did it. You And on HBO Max, the streaming service, you can go to, say, Friends or Curb Your Enthusiasm, and you can hit shuffle. Why does really? not? Why does Netflix not have that? So I didn't notice so that they had that. So when we go to bed, when Myra and I go, we usually just put on Friends, you know, you're brushing your teeth, and so just Friends is playing. Fucking just hit shuffle. And then the next episode will also shuffle. So it's, it's a constant. Yeah. Why is no one else doing this? Netflix needs to do this. This is how I want to watch Seinfeld now. I want to watch. I want to go through another watch through. But I want to do a syndication watch through. And just have it be completely random. I like that a lot actually. I really like that. Alright. So we are on to my number two. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, my number two. Hey. Tony! Tony! I knew he was going to make it. I knew he wasn't going to make it on mine, but I was fairly certain he was going to make it on yours. And I didn't know how high he would be, but number two, that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, what's his nuts? What's his, uh, who plays him? Dan Cortez. Dan Cortez, that's right. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's hip, he's young, he's athletic, he's a damn rock climber. Yeah. Uh, he's got great hair. You know, he's, George falls in love with him like that. <laughs> 
And it's funny, the thing that I remember most now about that episode is the blue screen when they're climbing the rocks. The JPEG they used for the background oh, is awful. like it's so low res now, it's insane. Yep. yep. <laughs> good pick, buddy. Good pick. Well, I mean, you know my number one, but my number two, I mean, he is for Jerry and Elaine, the ultimate boyfriend. My man, Keith Hernandez. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean... He's an athlete. He's fucking good looking. He's got the mustache. But he, he asks friends to help them move way too early in the relationship. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. He did not, he did not make my main list. Or yeah. he made he made my honorable mentions because you got, you got to think about Keith Hernandez. But, yeah. I mean, he was... For God's sakes, he was the 1989 uh, AL MVP or NL MVP. Yeah, whatever dude. It was. Dude, I mean, but I mean, like, <laughs> I wouldn't turn him down and like, no. you get all that celebrity fame and all that money and everything. It's like, mm-hmm. damn. But... Aside from that, I liked Keith Hernandez on the show because we've talked before about um, uh, sports athletes. Mm-hmm. When they do guest spots on stuff, it is hit or miss. But the fact that they brought him back for the finale, yep. the fact that like he did a two-part episode and he had so many speaking lines, so much so much meat to it. He didn't feel like a, like a, a cameo yep. in that he was a fully realized character. I mean, he just played himself, but he acted his way through that episode just fine. And that kind of gives him bonus points for me. He did. He did quite a good job on that. I mean, I'm kind of surprised he didn't end up doing something like a Naked Gun movie. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Like something. Mm -hmm. Because he was solid. Yeah. He was very solid. All right. All right. My number one. We're down to that. We already know mine's putty. My number one. I like him old and I like him like an invalid. (laughs) Owen. (laughs) He has a stroke. And he loves his Yankee bees. Yankee Oh, bees. I like him just flopping around. Oh my I'm just kidding. Owen did not make my fucking list. The whole time we were making... So Adam's up here. We are making our list side by side, but we're also playing Call of Duty. Oh. And all the whole time we're playing Call of Duty, we're just going, Yankee beans. I love my I Yankee, Yankee bees. <laughs> uh, no, my number one... Even though this guy proved he wasn't the best with his tongue, I thought he looked good and he could play sax. He is sexy as hell, John Germain. He was, honestly, he was on my list for a while. Him and, um, oh crap. Jake Jarmel. Him and Jake Jarmel were both on my list. But here's what, so first off for Jake Jarmel, what took him off? I actually liked him as a cop. I think he looked better as the mm. cop than as Jake Jarmel. Okay. Because remember, he played the cop in the trip yeah, episode yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I liked him better as the cop, not as Jake Jarmel. But this guy, uh, uh, um, uh, Jeff Yager, uh, but J- John Germain. So what's funny, I don't know what happened. Maybe we were just having too much fun. Uh-huh. But John Germain was actually my number three pick. Oh. I don't know how he missed okay, that. Okay, so we, we must have skipped it. After my number three, who was Carl Farbman, I guess we went straight Or not to... Carl Farbman, but the other guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, not Carl yeah. Farbman, but, but Brett. But, yeah. But, so, yeah, okay. so I, yeah. So I guess I messed up or whatever. So he's your number one. Yeah. He was my number three. Go ahead and talk Putty, about him. Putty was my number three, and Putty was your number one. There you go. So we, yes. so we swapped him. So, so, so yes. you like you clearly like the uh, the artist type. I like the artist type, man. <laughs> he looks good, and he up there with a the saxophone. I mean, that's sexy. and he got the hair. He's got and yes, everything. that was sexy. Yeah. He looked damn good. Now he could not get Elaine off. No, and that's a problem. That's so, a huge problem. But he did. You know, I wouldn't have to worry about that if he was my man. I mean, we love Putty, yada yada yada. But is he Elaine's? coolest boyfriend that she's ever dated i would say so i mean others might think maybe dan cortez maybe tony 
Um, but in a jazz club with a saxophone, I mean, to me, that's fucking cool. Yeah, in New York in the 90s. Yeah, yeah that's that's fucking cool. And yeah, we, we've made both of our lists just in different spots. Again, I don't know how I missed that. But yeah, good job. Right. Good job, right. uh, John Germain. <laughs> so uh, a couple others who I thought are kind of decent um, honorable mentions is uh, Joel Rifkin. The serial killer, who's not actually the serial killer. I thought yeah. he looked pretty good. He did have some thinning hair on top, and he kind of spiked it up, and it didn't look great. I didn't think it was the right choice for his thinning hair. Yeah. And then, in my opinion, uh, the much better looking Lloyd Braun. Uh, the oh, first, the, firstly, yeah, I know you don't like the Matt McCoy Lloyd Braun. No, I you love like the, the Matt McCoy I, Lloyd well, Braun. Yeah, but visually. Visually, the yeah, first Lloyd yeah. Braun looks better. When he was working for the mayor yeah, and, exactly. and everything. That was the, um, the, the low-fat yogurt, right? The non-fat the yogurt, non-fat yes. yogurt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked I liked him too. Actually, I mean, I like both Lloyd Brons. I think you're right. He's probably a bit more attractive than Matt McCoy. And he was still but, successful. But I love those blue eyes. He was successful, and yeah. and he, you know, and uh, he. Uh, what was that? Hold on. He was successful, and he looked better. So I just think he he's <laughs> he'd be the better option if yeah. I had to. to yeah. So. Now, where is like. God, the maestro, and she's dated some Dude. old dudes too. So like yes. we had the maestro, we had her, um, her therapist, Dr. Renson, who fucking looked like a supervillain, and he mostly plays like bad guys in movies. And Why did they pick him as a? Love I don't interest? know. So in our in our research that we were doing for this episode, you know, they do have some other people have done lists of oh the top boyfriends or whatever for Elaine, and Bob Cobb was up there, and I'm like, I'm Why? sorry. He's not, I, I, that actor is a good actor. I like yeah, him. Yeah, he's great. Um, is it Metcalf? Is that his yep, name? Yep. Yeah. Um, really good actor. Not the best looking dude. No. And Bob Cobb's a dick. Yeah. And so I didn't give a fuck about him. Like, there's no way he should be in like the top five. Similar with Dr. Renton. And it's probably only because she saw him for multiple episodes. So yeah, they, and they saw were more. around more and but everything. He was a complete asshole and he was weird and older and it didn't, it didn't work well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they got some of the picks. Also, Fred Stoller, funny dude. But he not, got some high picks, and I'm I like, know. Oh, why? I mean, yeah, he's yeah, <laughs> and he's not not even like he's not much of a looker. His character was annoying too, awful, it's and just she, like couldn't stand him. We hated that storyline so much because we couldn't fathom how Elaine w- couldn't move off of this guy doesn't like her. Like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, like I don't give a shit. And sadly, who didn't make my list but was so big for so long. Was the guy that she stabs in the forehead. Uh-huh. But we, we got to that. And that's the great thing about this show or the, that I enjoyed about doing the show with you. So we got to that episode. And I remember, you remember, I talked about it so much. And mm. when it was finally there, it, was ne- it wasn't quite as big as it was in my memory and like what I sort of latched on to. Because it happened off screen. I know. I know. It was, that was... That was a tough pillow to swallow on that one. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't swallow. I mean, you were, you were holding on. Even at I was, the, you're like, well, oh, this, is, this is still good. I still like it. Yeah, I know. That, <laughs> that was me being probably uh, digging in. <laughs> yeah. Digging in. Let's dig in to some Seinfeld trivia. How about that? What do you say? Of course. I love me some trivia. All right. So we will start off. I'm going to start off doing, I'll go through my, um, what is this one called? This is called the Seinfeld Excruciating Minutia Quiz. Oh, my. All right. <laughs> I still think it's very doable. What is the name of the restaurant owned by Babu Bhatt? Oh, crap. It was like um, like Dream Cafe. The Dream yep. Cafe. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, so mine are going to be probably a little bit easier because they're still from that same sure. set. But, uh, you know, how about this? Oh, fuck. The answer is easy. Who mocks up a 1 and 14th scale model of a conference room to help determine what happened to their briefcase at a meeting? 
George. George. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, and he was going to be the superhero, like the Flash or yep. whatever it was. But but yet he also had the yellow uh, mm-hmm. M&M there. Jerry's like, but why aren't you the <laughs> yellow M&M? Yes. <laughs> uh, what is George Costanza's middle name? Oh, that is good. Um, I don't know off the top of my head, so I'm going to have to kind of go off the field. George, George Albert Costanza? That doesn't sound right at all. I do have some multiple choice if you need it. I'm probably going to need it, to be honest with you. All right. Jerome, Lewis, Donald, or David? Lewis. Lewis is correct. Yeah, and Jerome is what they always call Jerry. <laughs> yeah. That's what, yep, Elaine particularly. <laughs> I love, I love when she calls him Jerome. Yep. Okay. All righty. I solve problems. That's just what I do. Kramer. George in the seven. Darn. George was my first thought, but I was like, no, that sounds too confident. Let's go with let's go with Kramer. All right. Do, do you want me to give you ones off of this? We can. Uh, sure. I mean, I mean, well, the problem is. You think we have to flip it? Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Flip... We'll we'll come up with something uh in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know. mean, when we're not podcasting in the same room, yeah, it'll be a we little can bit actually easier. have it on our screens. So, all right. Jerry attempts to buy a marble rye for George's future in-laws. Name the bakery he goes to. They do. They mention it quite a bit. They and they mention it in the finale too. And when I heard it. It sounded right. Like, I'm, oh, yeah, I know that. Um, It's like Zadamans. It's like somebody's name, and I'm never going to get it. Uh, um, does this one have a multiple choice? This one does. All right. Pfeiffer's, Naps, Schnitzer's, Broussard's. Schnitzer's. Schnitzer's yeah. is correct. Okay, because I always remember it sounds like schni- schnitzel, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's try to get you something a little bit more uh, uh, difficult. How about this? Which two characters strike up a business deal selling raincoats in the episode The Raincoats? Well, that's not that's not I more know. difficult. That is Morty and Kramer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're our... we're not going to use this one anymore, guys. Yeah, yeah. After this uh, episode, <laughs> we're not going to probably use We're this learning. Set. We're yep. learning. All right. So, all right. Number 4, well, number 4 on this list. Jerry mugs the old lady that buys the last marble ride. <laughs> Mabel Choate? Yeah, Mabel Choate. Is that the question? No, no, no. Oh, okay. not she later shows up at his parents' house during Mr. Seinfeld's impeachment proceedings. What does she ask? What does she ask for to drink? What does she ask to drink? Oh, I do. I remember this one. Yeah. What does she ask to drink? I'll get you the multiple choice. Oh, my God. That's really fucking tough. It's the excruciating minutiae. <laughs> God, this is good. I'm glad. Okay, what, what's the multiple choice? Seltzer, decaf coffee, hot water with lemon, or prune juice? Prune juice. It was hot water with lemon. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Who? Come on. <laughs> Too easy. Yeah, I mean, I'll read it to right, you, but you you're gonna what? get it. Hold oh, on, yeah, let me read it so people hear it. Who is who is haunted by a portrait of a deceased lover after finding out that they <laughs> could have inherited millions had they gotten married? Yeah, that's it's George. George, George haunted by Susan. Yeah. What book did Elaine's father write? Oh, way back. Wow. Wow. Is this one? Are they all multiple choices? They're all multiple choice. So. All right, I'm gonna need that one. You can probably get this one because the other options are obviously yeah. not it. But Chunnel, Fair Game, Death Blow, or The Falconer? The Falconer. Death, fair oh, Game. Fair You're Game. Fair Game. Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Good one. This, that one is tough. That one is tough. Yeah. Oh, you know what we could do? Because I haven't looked through. Let's work. What if we work together? Okay. All right. Come on. Because these are tough. Okay. Let's work together because I, I, um, the answers are down below. And so we can 
scroll down and maybe look at them together. I don't know. Let's just give Let's a shot. Happened, yeah. We're pulling an audible because <laughs> we don't really, we think the other, the questions from the, um, uh, the, uh, a party game about nothing good for non Seinfeld folks. It's, but if you just went through an entire podcast where you watched every single episode, it's a bit too easy. It's yeah. It's meant for a party game for everybody, which uh, I do want to call out. Keisha and I played this. And she whipped my ass. <laughs> <laughs> then when you sent me a picture of it, you never and yeah. you called me. She beat me in back-to-back games, and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> so I, she, knows, she knows her Seinfeld. <laughs> you never call me, too. And I, I missed that call because I was out with my, my brother-in-law's uh, birthday. Yep. All right. What is the only item that survived in the fire that consumed Mr. Ross's cabin? And is it Kramer's Cuban cigars, a box of letters, a jacket, or Newman's crockpot? Say it at the same time. Box, Box of, of letters. letters, exactly, and they, uh, in, not incriminated is not the right word, they outed yeah. um, Mr. Yeah. Ross, which and we never st- bring back. And, well, and they stayed together, I mean, yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Ross stayed together after that. Yeah, who was it, who was it, it was a famous the person. Cheever, it was the Cheever letters. The Cheever, yeah, so, so, but. Isn't Cheever's, wasn't he a writer, I think he. Maybe, yeah, yeah, see, there's some know. famous person yeah. that he was with, okay. Who really won the contest? Well, we know from the finale because yes. uh, George it's, says, I cheated, I cheated, and Jerry goes, okay, but I won. Yes. <laughs> so who cares? So so that means <clears throat> Jerry won. Yeah. So let me double check that they call it that that if they say fair game, box of letters. Yeah, Jerry. Okay. What was the profession of Marla Penny the Virgin? Was she a closet designer, a telemarketer, a model, or a waitress? Wasn't she a... It's a closet designer. Yep, that's yeah. my guess. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she was a closet designer, and that's right. Cool. Um, in one episode, Jerry gets a new couch, which is soiled by Poppy. George volunteers to take the couch off Jerry's hands. Where does the couch end up after that? Was it Elaine's apartment in Mr. Pitt's building? Newman's apartment? It is donated to a homeless shelter. In Mr. Pitt's building. It is. I am dead certain it is Mr. Pitt's building. And it is Mr. Pitt's building. Yep. Okay. All right. We're moving along. Where did Bizarro Jerry, also known as Kevin, (laughs) agree to go with a lane that Jerry never would? The Rockefeller Center, the Museum of Miniatures, former First Lady's clothing exhibit, or church? Ooh, I thought it was Museum of Miniatures right away, but that... but But why does the First Lady's clothing exhibit sounds familiar, too? It does. I wanted to say Museum of Miniatures. And that's that's my go-to because I love miniatures. All right, we are going with Museum of Miniatures, and it's the Museum of Miniatures. So, but she did want to go to the the First Lady's I exhibit. Think, so, I like think so. when I don't, you know what that was? I think hmm. that might have been with the close talker, um, Judge Judge Reinhold. I think oh, that was with maybe him. they went with maybe, uh, Morty yeah. and Helen. Okay, all right. How much of a tip did George end up leaving the chambermaid on his and Jerry's trip to L.A.? Ah, one dollar, five dollars, two dollars, or nothing. I'm gonna go with George being cheap and nothing. I think it was like I'm gonna say two dollars. You're gonna say two dollars? I think it was two. Nothing. You are correct. He didn't leave jack or shit. Now, I don't leave anything in hotels, and I haven't. Yeah, I'm bad about that too. I I think I guess you should, but I mean, I tip. All the other appropriate places. Oh my God! See the the last episode of Curb yeah. um, about the tipping and everything. Um, if you want all of Adam's uh, discussions yeah, on tipping, it. but yeah, I that's the one thing that I probably should do that I don't tip is the cleaning ladies. But hotels and stuff. are so expensive, and I feel like that costs like it's not like it's not like waitresses who oh, they don't get a fair wage, right? The cleaning people are still get paid a full wage, yeah. And I don't know. I just maybe, maybe we're dicks. I don't know, but I never probably. Yeah. 
what was the name of the waitress in the pilot episode of Seinfeld? I saw it, so you, I can't answer it. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, like, like when you scroll, you scrolled a little bit too far and I saw it. Oh, I, I just no. want to be honest. I just want to be honest. I just you want to cheating be bastard. I didn't mean to look. It is, oh, between their multiple choices, Claire, Sally, Joan, or Beatrice, I'm pretty sure it was Claire. It's Claire. Okay. Yep. All right. What is the name of the dog that Jerry had to babysit for the man he met on the plane? This is not easy. <laughs> Fuck. Didn't, didn't need multiple choices. No, fucking Farful. Fucking, Fuck. fucking Farful. Farful. Who is Farful's <laughs> owner? That is tougher. That, well, well, it's not Bob no, Cobb. No, it's it's got to be. It's not it's not Hal Kitzmiller either. Definitely not Tim Watley. It has it's to be Gavin, Gavin Pallone. Pallone. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then the last question: What did Elaine do to get out of Joe Davola's apartment? Okay. So what's funny about this question? Mm-hmm. The answer. Sprays him with Cherry Banaka. Yes. This same question was also on the Seinfeld party trivia game. Adam and I were kind of going through it beforehand. And what the answer for that trivia game was fucking pepper spray. Yeah, not and, pepper spray. And so, like, right away I was like, that's wrong. Like, you, like the answer is wrong there. Yeah. So, so you all know. It was Cherry Banaka. It's Cherry Banaka. Cherry Banaka. All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you for uh, <laughs> joining with us. us. <laughs> yeah, bearing with us as we're trying to figure out what the hell we're doing with some of this stuff. <laughs> we like the top tens, but they do move a little quick, so we're trying to make sure we give you guys some good content. And we think the trivia, you know, is enjoyable. We just got to make sure it's a format that would be fun. Yeah, maybe we'll, we got to we'll figure something out. We're, we appreciate we're it. We're gonna massage and tweak the uh, yeah. the trivia thing. May and tr- try to somehow make it more engaging for you all yeah. too and everything. I mean, we can we can find make like figure out how to make like a you versus me trivia game out of it that yeah. we can fill up you know some of these episodes with or or maybe we do less of it and then for the top fives we do them two at a time per yeah, episode that's, yeah that's we Another might want to do yeah next time we might want to do Kramer and George at the same Together. time yeah. or something probably so. going to be the better option yeah but we hope you all had fun with it please let us know on the comment section of Facebook on Patreon uh, if, you're, if you're liking the trivia and everything if there's any suggestions we are 100% open to them and uh, you heard our you know ideas of some rollouts that we're going to be doing so feel free to also throw out some uh, you know suggestions there as well as bonus episodes so yeah. this is uh, we're having fun though and of course check out Curb Your Enthusiasm mm-hmm. over on the Patreon feed and now we are dropping four episodes a month it's now mm-hmm. weekly your enthusiasm is Woo. weekly. Woo, baby. Woo. And uh, we're not sure exactly what next episode we're going to do. Corey uh, and I are going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we've already sort of hit the end of what yeah. we planned out. <laughs> yep. But uh, the next time we talk Seinfeld together, it'll actually be across for me. Not not together, together, but it'll be across the country. So the funny thing is, we've always recorded mostly uh, uh, in our own separate houses and everything. Technically, it's so much easier that way. Yes. And, it, and it gets... It's so, and it gives us so much more options because we're recording to one track here and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it was fun actually doing this with you face to face, like like we used to in the first two seasons back when I was still in LA and everything. Yeah, know? yeah, we had good times. I remember, yeah, we were kind of behind some of these. <laughs> I, I could just things. see your yeah, eyes, just see your eyes <laughs> and we kind of had to go off each other. And now we're like talking literally like what, like four feet apart from each other. Like I mean, our faces are like three feet yeah, apart. <laughs> this is like a, the TV tray in front of us. That's all we've got. It's, it's it's wild, guys. But uh, we had a blast, and we hope you all did, too. And uh, we'll see you in two weeks with you know, something else. Yep. Something fun. Some more fantastic Seinfeld content. Have you been wondering where's the beef? 
Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it. Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.